it made me be like, maybe I should try meth, just see what it's like. <laughs> Five years later, you're still trying to make your movie. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> it's weird. You'd think though a meth head would get his movie done faster. You know? <laughs> that's what they advertise, right? This is like a this is a weed head sort of uh <laughs> are are, are meth addicts famous for staying on point and accomplishing things is that oh, i just thought they'd be more like motivated you know what i mean constantly like, redoing it yeah I that's feel true. like that that's that the this problem is a very meth we gotta burn it all down a yeah. lot of musicians are on meth when they make their music adderall like baby like who uh, Lemmy from Motorhead is famous for being like on meth his entire life. Damn. And that's uh, weird. weird guy to be on meth. But that's what Motorhead is like a reference to. Oh, that's a meth line? Yeah. So here's the thing you can make good art on meth, it can be done. It's almost, it's almost kind of done here. But can't you make What's... good art on any drug? Is there a drug that's, I mean, PCP, I guess you're probably not making, I guess there's probably mm. performance artists that are on PCP. Is Marina Abramovich, was she on PCP? <laughs> I want to say she was. Oh, yeah. What do you have to be on? What, what do you She's think a these CBD. NFT artists uh, yeah. are on? <laughs> yeah. CBD gummies. On? Yeah. They're high on pure talent, from near <laughs> as I can tell. <laughs> was the person that uh, made this movie actually on meth? What was the movie? All right. Did we watch? Yeah, I want you to. We have to do an intro way. because we have five people on the show today. So we have our, our special guests uh, from the Pink Smoke, Chris and John. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> yeah. welcome, welcome. <laughs> and they were on our last episode where, or the last episode they were on, we watched The Maddening with Burt Reynolds. So that was, that's another movie made by a like rich, crazy, or not, maybe, I don't know. Or he was like an addict or something like that, right? Well, definitely the son of a very famous person. Yeah. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. So this movie is somewhat similar. It's a melodrama. It's a horror movie. It's uh, The Evil Within. It's directed by Andrew Getty. Um, this movie took 15 years to make and well, for <laughs> for real and the director right. died before it ever came out so who finished it the producer yeah he's also working as an editor on it Zero. and it feels like he must have been the one who added all of the chintziest computer effects to it that no. totally feels like post producer <laughs> maneuver Andrew Getty apparently was obsessed with doing the visual effects himself. Oh, really? Yeah. I was wondering what he was, uh, what part of the movie he was like obsessed about because you have, obviously, he's on math. He's like obsessed with some part of it. But yeah, that what? makes sense because those are really packed with details and stuff. What, so we needed... what is this director's relationship to Balthazar Getty? Are they cousins? He's his uncle. He's his or uncle. no, they're cousins. Are they cousins? Is Balthazar Getty a grandson of J. Paul Getty? I think he's great grandson of Jay. So then Paul he's Getty. his uncle. Yeah. It's very interesting. Balthazar Getty is not in this movie or no. <laughs> because some Getty heirs are actually like have status and like have accomplished things and have connections and could have probably worked on this, but it seems like no one wanted to be involved or maybe he didn't want to involve them, but 
This, and this is, is not the grandson who got kidnapped, right? No, that was his cousin. Okay. So I, was, I was thinking that as a sequel to All the Money in the World, Ridley Scott could do a making of this movie, you know, like a fictionalized <laughs> version of this movie getting made. Yeah. So Andrew Getty's dad is Gordon Getty, who seems like a pretty ruthless guy. He apparently loaned his son $10 million over the course of his lifetime. And when he died, he like sued to make sure he got the money back. So oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so this movie, we need to put it like, we need to describe what this movie is. It's kind of like, I feel like it's Rain Man meets Phantasm, or it's like. You leave Phantasm out of this, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm trying to think of like Snyder's Strange Land meets Rain Man. You know what? In terms of tone, Gollum energy. What is this horror movie trope of the mirror and the double? Like there has to be in a million horror movies. I can't, all I could think of was tales from the dark side and mirrors. The Asha film. Is that what happened? I never saw Oculus. It's, it has like dark half kind of ideas about how there's an evil one. The tone of it actually reminded me of the dark backwards. Have you guys ever seen that about the stand-up comedian who has the arm growing out of his what? back? A similar sort of like famously that's bad just movie. Like Ryan. Yeah. yeah, sort of. Yeah. Like a fucking I got I got mess. an arm growing out the front. Yeah. <laughs> Say you have like a huge dick. <laughs> no, it's Let's like go. an arm. It's like a small arm. Oh shit. Not even a, it's smaller than an average size wiener. It's still tiny. It's still growing. Just say yeah. You should be working <laughs> with that talent. Yeah. Jer- <laughs> like jerking somebody off with a your dick it'd be cool if you're like, <laughs> you're like doing stand up your arm just like oh yeah like the way like the lady with the eye mouth so whatever it's like a hand it's oh, like come gross. here and it grabs the, the kid's dick <laughs> start <laughs> what about just like smoke a cigarette like with your that. little arm yeah that's yeah. cute that too, what do you have to like reach down you have to bend down to your crotch to well, you take a like drag driving and then you have a little arm that comes up and like you no, but the arms, I'm saying the arms about like six inches. Okay, I don't Dude, know. These what are do more that. genuine net addict ideas than the ones <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> All right. So, okay. I'm telling you, man, you got to start. John, I love how you're dressed up in David Foster Wallace cosplay. Yeah. 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 Got what my DFW cosplay. Yeah. Going on. I was going to say Hulk Hogan. You kind of got a Hulk Hogan vibe going. That's cool. Oh, that's sweet. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I've, okay. So, another big influence over this movie apparently that the director talked about a lot was uh jacob's ladder because it's like a mind fuck like there is a thing in this movie started in 2002 and i feel like in the late 90s early 2000s there was a big trend of like a movie with a twist twisted ending or a big like rug pull at the end like donnie darko or like fight club or memento and it was like I feel like this guy was like obsessed with making something like just crazy, you know, like with a K and a backward Z and or it was pretty E's. wild. It's what this movie was a roller coaster. I mean, I was the- all over the all over the I was up and down. I cried but, at one point. I was laughing the next minute. It was I was it was nuts. Pretty funny parts. You're, you cried. <laughs> oh, my God, this. The bond between the brothers be absolutely beautiful. Yeah. How much he sacrifices. Mm-hmm. 
for a guy who's ultimately evil. Oh yeah, okay. Give the give the premise. Did him dirty. Did him dirty because he didn't do shit. He was never home. He just let his retired brother. He no, he did. He went to work. He left him at home all the time. So we have like the movie shot in Andrew Getty's house, and he's just a rich guy. So the characters in the movie are rich. It's Uh, wait, yeah. There's a dinosaur. There's a dinosaur skeleton at like the front door. <laughs> I was watching that. I was like, what the fuck? Rich people have dinosaur bones in their houses. Like that's Nick Cage. If, well, if you knew how rich people uh, lived, I, I, I know it's all yeah. toys. We have no idea. Like yeah, it's insane. Bruce has, like, Wayne had the dinosaur my, and the giant my, coin. Right? Yeah. My, uh, my favorite part of the, the rich person house scene is when they have the outside valet parking it's clearly just part of his house they're trying to pretend as a restaurant that's my yeah, favorite that's part of it where they just have a sign that says valet and like a cheap uh like cheap fake building signage but the door behind you can see them opens to like it's like a stairwell going down a hillside it's a very strange idea to have this this will be our restaurant this gravel driveway of my house they also have a weird line where they say like he's trying to st- one of the the successful brothers trying to sell the house and he says this is a holiday town but it's clearly LA you're just in the Hollywood yeah. Hills there's no <laughs> confusion of like it being anywhere else but Even he can't sell the cemented Chuck E Cheese restaurant that didn't that didn't fool you <laughs> Oh yeah that was cool I've been to that That was that <laughs> It's like a weird nautical themed it's like uh, had some big SpongeBob energy. Yes, yeah. very true. And it's like a you know a special needs guy's uh, favorite place. Of course, that's what they were. The goal was like, let's make this a dream restaurant of a guy who's Adam. Remember needs. for like your yeah. birthday, maybe six years ago, we went to literally <laughs> the exact tag. same place we and laser with tag. laser tag. And we also went to medieval times. There were no animatronics. <laughs> well, I was going to say, children. William, just, just describe the premise, the premise of the movie. And if okay, you I'll... just like listen to it, it's Adam's life. It's well, been it's Adam's. <laughs> so we got Whitney's two brothers. Brother. <laughs> we got yeah, we got the Rain Man situation of mice and men. We got, you know, the mentally challenged brother, little brother, and then. Well, I guess it's more like Rain Man. It's just like it's basically Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, they live together in a big house. Neither of them seems to work. Neither of them seem to do anything. They never talk about their money. Um, but the younger brother, the main character, is haunted by nightmares that he seems to have had. He seems to have the same nightmare over and over again involving Michael Berryman from oh, uh, Hills of Eyes. He looked familiar. Oh, right. Yeah, nice. Weird science. He's he's haunting him and he then drives him to kill. And when they make that turn for him to start killing people, it's handled in a very flippant manner. But yeah, <laughs> the catalyst for all this What's is up? when the younger brother has his bedroom, which is filled with toys and a giant hamster habit trail. His older brother moves in a giant mirror. And says, like, this is a great looking mirror. We gotta put this mirror in the house. I love this mirror, yada yada yada. And then the little and like the center of your bedroom. Yes. The straight. 
Also, the- he put he has this whole thing like, but it's only for a week. The yeah. mirror only goes up for a week. Don't worry. Maybe you'll like it and want to keep it. Yeah. Think of all I'm those gonna- times in your life you've had to store a giant mirror in your brother's room for one week. Yeah. I actually have a giant right here in the background that is a is a big mirror that I'm storing in my room. And it's actually in the center of my room. Ryan's don't so, go oh, crazy. Oh shit. Oh no. <laughs> I've been talking to it a lot. Yeah. You've already so- been unzipped and got Michael Berryman in your body. <laughs> so the younger yeah. the younger brother, the actor, is played by Fred Kohler, and he was um the biggest thing he was in for me anyway was in Oz, the third season. He played J.K. Simmons' son, who got um, raped. Had a had a whole season arc. <laughs> yeah, he, assuming because it's Oz. J.K. Simmons ended up killing his own child hmm. at the end of the season. But um, yeah, so once the mirror is moving, to his, no, it's the it was all a trick. Okay. It's a really it funny thing tri- to do to put a mirror in a retarded guy's room. <laughs> Just like a giant mirror in the middle of it be like it's got to stay here how could he not go insane <laughs> or like freak the <laughs> yeah. fuck out about it i think anybody would i know yeah just a good brother move i think i i saw he was in he was one of the kids from mr mom yeah so i just kind of google imaged him and it's a just a still of him like sitting in the bathtub and everyone else is doing something but he's looking like directly at the camera. Wow. And it, it looks creepy. Like he doesn't this yeah. But as That's... a five-year-old or whatever. Yeah, he That's... was a child actor. He's in a bunch of crap. Um, but yeah, once the mirror is in his room, he then starts talking to his mirrored reflection. And then you have endless scenes, like oh, too many scenes of him talking like a scared, mentally challenged guy, and then the camera panning slowly to the other side of the mirror, and then him being like a confident evil guy. Yeah, who's and like just, who's yeah. Uh, of of normal intelligence, but not right? always. Yeah. but he wasn't always. For like the first half, he was still just like mentally handicapped in both the reflection and the thing. I, get, so I know all, what you mean. I was, think it... the demon was getting stronger. Is that what that's supposed to mean? Yeah, if you try to um, break down what, like, I just think it was a real heady movie. See... <laughs> yeah. You got to get in like. The I think there's a lot. Mindset. I think there's a lot more there. You know. Yeah. But yeah, basically, you gotta do it's... math if you want to. If you're going to watch this movie, you got to do math to understand it. The initial stuff was kind of confusing because Barryman shows up and is fucking with him long before the mirror shows up. So I didn't know if yeah, the mirror was haunted or well, yeah, who is the, yeah, who is this the Barryman guy? Like, what is he a demon or like he's like a sleep paralysis demon? Is or wait, right. no, he says yeah, no, he's yeah, Legion, like... right? He's they always he's say like that. I don't care. Some really Im- what it infamous. Means infamous demon or something always say that and i don't understand it's from the bible yeah i know i know but you know you haven't read it front to back baby (laughs) just don't understand any of it um so i did read the bible at one or tried to read read so as someone who knows what legion is does this make any sense do you think andrew getty has read the bible or knows what legion means or Mm. is just it's, well, not really, it's not really. It's not really explained in the Bible. It's just meant uh, the word legion does not actually it translate um, as like an army legion. It means more like there's a bunch of us inside of this person. So the demon says, "I am legion. I am many, many people." Like we are the ninety nine percent kind of thing. 
Exactly. Yeah. Only evil. Yeah, we <laughs> occupy Wall Street was saying we are legion. We are legion. Yeah. But it also seems yeah, POD. Their, it also seems to be their name, if I'm remembering correctly. Like my name is Jeff, and that also happens to mean there's a billion of us. It's an exorcism scene in the Bible, right? Because he's literally possessed by all of these evil spirits at the same time and yeah. possibly does the same evil good talking to the mirror from like William, William Defoe from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He does or, yeah. yeah, it's very kind of smeagol Um There's mm-hmm. that one scene where uh, he's trying to draw a picture. Like it's like a nice picture about the girl that he, at the ice cream shop that he likes and that bat his evil mirror version he's like sitting by the mirror doing it and his evil mirror version is like being like and and there's broken glass and i throw the girl on the thing and yeah and then the right the good guy is like and then but i put a pillow down and save her and then the evil guy's like no and he's like trying to draw a picture <laughs> but broken glass on the, on the pillow yeah i like this shot of him just laying on the floor and he's yeah. just holding the mirror above him and he's just like catatonically reciting his lines and you can tell like they are just spending weeks shooting these mirror scenes in like the weirdest way possible um it would be scary if you were trying to like draw a picture next to a mirror and you're like and you're just like a normal picture like Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life or something like that and like and your mirror reflection starts like keeps trying to like turn it to like hentai Something like that. Why do you have your hand on your chin and you're looking out the window like that while you say that? <laughs> that would be pretty scary. That would be pretty scary. That's all I wanted to say. But then you'd have to draw it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so this movie, uh, the reason why I wanted to, the reason why this movie is interesting is because the director was, you know, a Getty heir. His grandfather was a billionaire and this guy, Andrew Getty spent his like entire fortune making this movie while also doing crystal meth and Coke for 15 years. And one thing I learned is they shot this movie three times. So the, the shooting took five years. Basically they started off with Fred Kohler was in each of, of the three versions. So was Michael Berryman and Kim Darby. Um, the first time they shot for like two and a half months and then it just, it just fell apart and then they stopped. And then like a year and a half later, they reshot everything again and then scrapped that. Although apparently there are shots of Fred Kohler talking in the mirror and stuff that are from the different shoots. But then the third shoot was after five years. And that's where, um, Dina Myers comes in. And what's the other? Who's Powder? Sean Patrick Flannery. Oh yeah, he's Sean. Powder. Yeah, damn. Yes. Who is that? And who is that in this? That's the brother oh. who's very angry and is always frustrated. And the young Indiana Jones, yeah. right? Handsome guy. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, damn. What a what a career. You know? So I thought <laughs> I thought the I thought the retarded brother was like I thought that actor was actually like, mentally challenged. Special needs. Yeah. Until and then until he was he like really him. good as like an actor. I thought it. That's I thought it was just like, what, yeah. I thought it was just like passing or whatever. I don't think that's. that's yeah. pro- we're probably saying the wrong thing. Well, here. we have to be. Here's the thing, though. Like the big spoiler, but the it, big it, reveal. It totally surprised me. Is that he's not mentally challenged? It's that he fell down the stairs and got yeah. brain damage. There was like three. So he was like a. He was a prodigy. He was a genius. 
He was a prodigy genius, fell down and got punched all the way down the stairs. By his brother. And right? then and then like Rain Man, kind mentally of mentally ill and then became like know, a child prodigy again. When he Is he a prodigy because he made a giant habit trail for his hamsters? He has a giant room no, size. After, he made he made a giant puppet show out of like 15 human beings. Yeah, that felt like a pretty high budget. And he, like he put on a good guy. show, dude. It was yeah. a good he performed. <laughs> This is a real the, Mr. Holland's Opus type of yeah, yeah. Is that that's where you cried, My favorite oh scene my is God. when um, was, <laughs> that yeah, I was clapping. It's just like he's you know achieving his dream and like you know the show's going on like show's going this, off well. Before that, he when he learns about animatronics, he's at like a Chuck E. Cheese, and it's clearly shot in the house basement. But like they're at a fancy Chuck E. Cheese restaurant. Apparently, Andrew Getty made all the puppets himself. So there's like well, multiple yeah. but, in like I, in like five seconds. What I don't understand about <laughs> this movie is got to be cheaper to film at a Chuck E. Cheese for one day. Of course. Than to make all that. Shit. Yes, you're right. Yeah, that's really funny. And it looks terrible. <laughs> it can't be. It, it just can't be overstated how bad it looks when it first cuts to like the main like and it's clearly supposed to be like the rock of fire explosion from showbiz right. pizza. The main like singing ape it looks like when you peel the skin off of an animatronic it looks like demonically deranged yeah like melted i like i like that yeah i thought it was pretty creepy yeah. but you got to think of again like you got to look at it through the eyes of like a meth guy if you were on meth you'd be looking at that no i think so I'll, I'll, I, think that's I, I think what he yeah. was saying in that scene is that is that is how people with uh, mental disabilities perceive chuck e cheese you got to think it's like we're all getting this in the point well, of view. Okay, of, I think Ryan brings up like it's like an Adam's day to day. That's kind of interesting. Is that I think Andrew. I Getty, don't, I don't I, know, man. I've been on drugs before. That's not what showbiz pizza is like when you're fucking whacked out on drugs. You've been on drugs at showbiz pizza. Absolutely. That's cool. A lot of birthday <laughs> parties. To the bottom of the ball. It's the 80s. You know, you pull the coke out on the right in the pizza tray. But yeah. um, Andrew Getty <laughs> is both of these guys. He's the man child and he's also the rich guy who who dates girls and doesn't want to get married and has no job and just like wanders around his house like and does nothing all day like that's what i thought the twist was gonna be that it was just one person little fight club twist yeah yeah that would make sense could potentially have the fight club twist but dina meyer sees both of them all the time none of it made sense true so I he just, just started... like that he wore a full suit at the picnic in the beginning. When they're out of the <laughs> yeah, picnic, yeah. he's wearing full suit and tie. And then he talks about something being inappropriate for a picnic. Ice cream. Like, oh, ice cream. Yeah. You're wearing a fucking suit. <laughs> but that see, the thing that brother says all the time, which is like ice cream's inappropriate. Uh, you know, we need a mirror, you need like new furniture. I feel like these are things that like his parents would tell him, like. Yeah. Get rid of that dinosaur. Like, get a get real job. Stop yeah. making stupid movies with puppets. Like, we can get you a yeah. job. You're a millionaire. We have connections. Like, you want to work at the museum or like you want to work in the do you want to work do at something the, museum? the Getty Museum? Like, do you want to work in charity? Like, we have you can work at the museum. There's there's a lot of bones there. Huh? <laughs> you can see all the there's so many bones. But this guy it, made art. That's what's cool, is that he made a movie didn't even finish it died and then the world got to watch it afterwards 
And I think that's like gotten his shit together, asked out the ice cream parlor girl and everything would have been okay. But he knew that he was fucked the whole time. Well, he's like Batman, but in real life, this is what Batman would do. Batman would not be a superhero. He would just be on drugs and he would just make a bunch of crap that didn't work. Yeah. And die in the process. Yeah. And And I admire that. Robin would be like his retarded younger brother. Who's just like, He's, his contraptions Smart. are working. Who's smarter they're than little, him? Little gadgets he's making, they're working. It just so happens to be human puppets. Yeah. yeah. He's just giving people shunts. Yeah, this movie has like weird writing that is like interesting because it's so weird, but it's like not good. But it also like, it makes the movie, it feels like you're seeing like some, like you're, you could like analyze the movie and figure out what what's up with this guy. Like this specific. Well, it's like, you know? It's like the brother is his main storyline is he's going on all, all these dates with Dina Meyer. She wants to get married. He's afraid to commit. And it's like, why is this in this movie? This is not like a, a horror movie. This yeah. isn't like an interesting Commitment's plot for scary. a movie. There's no like MacGuffin. There's no like tension in this, but it's like, we're watching. It's like, I feel like he wrote his own life into it. Like he was, he's, he never married. He was dating women. Um, you know, he was always working on these movies and he just loved to party and like do drugs. Could never couldn't settle down. Yeah. There's a great photo of the director yeah, if nice you Google girl. him partying with a gun and is like wearing a suit and tie, like in a mansion. <laughs> and it's oh, like yeah, and he's got a little skeleton. Oh yeah, I see it. That's cool. It's really cool. But yeah. Um, back to what Chris was saying about him wasting money, like making animatronics. He could have just rented animatronics. He could have just shot at a restaurant. One thing he did that was really, um, expensive and like a waste of time was he color corrected all of his footage before editing the movie, which is a giant waste of time. And also a terrible idea because when you color correct footage, you want to like make the edit better. So if you're, or if you're, if the footage is already color corrected and then you do the edit, you might then have to recolor time. Right. Is the huge, is the huge point of it just to make shots that are unconnected to each other look like they're yes. taking place at the same time and place. That's the majority of that's like the number one job of a cinematographer is to make sure the time of day matches in a scene shot, you know, over the course of many days, etc. So the other thing I heard is that to save money, he would eat cereal for months at a time and nothing else. He would just eat. <laughs> to save money, but he's like a, a billionaire. But he's trying to save money, Ryan. So he just ate cereal? <laughs> so he would waste money on the puppets, but then he would just eat cereal. And then Fred Kohler in this uh, podcast interview from this guy named Brain Vomit on YouTube, which you got to check out. He said, Andrew Getty would sit at his kitchen table chain smoke cigarettes all day and he would be surrounded by computer monitors and that's how he directed the movie and he had a god mic and so he would like speak into a microphone and then people in the other side of the house would hear his direction because that's all cool. the rooms would be filled with camera equipment and a crew yeah that's kind of a cool. approach during his like really megalomaniacal period of the early 80s where he would just be up in a booth above everybody else shouting into a microphone and no one would actually see him on the set. I like that. 
like one from the heart era Truman exactly yeah that is that is another batman connection that's pretty much what batman does he sits in a cave and just looks at all these different screens but if you just did this this is basically a batman movie yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah well if we had he the making that, of the movie the making of the movie is a batman movie the movie is uh the make yeah well the movie's a bat every movie's a batman movie i think we figured that out how so we got two-face in this one mm. all right the, okay cool <laughs> okay that's you it, it. that's yeah, it done. <laughs> old there's some riddles wasn't there a riddle yeah, I guess you're like, what's going on? What's up with this guy? It's kind of a riddle. <laughs> no, he literally had a reset. He had a card that said uh, to the Batman uh, showtime in 10. And then he had to follow the string all the way downstairs. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, Ryan. A lot of frozen corpses. That's a Batman thing, right? Oh. It's a Batman thing. Okay, the, skeleton, so the frozen, the frozen the corpses I have skeleton. to bring up. So one thing in this podcast interview, Fred Kohler says like, oh, Andrew Getty would always only do things the hard way. He never took it the easy way out. But in, I thought you were going to say <laughs> a lot of frozen corpses in his face. <laughs> well, no, but the ice, there's these corpses lying in an ice chest and he has fake ice cubes that look horrible. They look That's so a- fake. <laughs> just get some ice from just like get regular ice. Yeah. <laughs> just get bags of ice like like two dollar ice. But no, he has to make fake ice cubes that look like shiny little plastic bits. It's it's meth logic. It makes sense in meth logic, you know? Well, then you can reuse the ice for, you know, all the other scenes in the movie that had ice. Do you remember? That's true. All the cocktails. Freeze up, freeze up the, ice the, other, <laughs> the ice scenes. Yeah. He was probably thinking about it if he needed to film it a fourth and fifth time to have the ice still there yeah that's it. i wonder where just all this sat stuff around went. waiting for the next production to get started dude okay, yeah so ice continuity one thing uh fred caller said is that that scene and there's one scene where he opens the door in the house and then he just ends up in a mirror room and all, the entire room is filled with mirrors it's pretty freaky kind of like that end of the dragon ending scene mm-hmm. lady from yeah. shanghai whatever orson wells i mean i'm sure directed. lots of guys have had ideas to put like a bunch of mirrors in a room you know what I but mean? uh he said that was extremely um scary to shoot because it was on like a grate and the whole thing was shaking when you like took a step like that whole it looked like it was about <laughs> to fall apart <laughs> can you fucking imagine just being in this rich getty airs fucking fake mirror room built on like a rickety grate and making this idiotic fucking movie can you just three imagine being that guy to be three challenged. times three yeah. times okay so that's another thing i want to bring up like you're gonna Fred- get william you're gonna get on the rickety grate right now <laughs> is what you're gonna do and there's like a room next door that and has a bunch of mirrors if already things go haywire the there'll mansion. definitely be repercussions for me yeah. That's why I'm making sure the grate is very functional because I'm a rich guy, so things can't go wrong for me. Yes. So I'll be very careful. Just get on the grate and do it. Get it. Just get on the grate. You've just eaten Fruit Loops all day. Not feeling very good. But, I feel um, like he was eating like it's a great suggestion. Expensive cereal. Don't you feel like he's like I'm saving on cereal? No and way. He's eating Kashi. 
and some no. like eighteen dollars <laughs> cereal and being like, no, I'm he's a man child so through and through. Yeah, but, but look at how that house is filled up with the stuff. Yes. It's still the bed is like an eighteen thousand dollar bed. You know what I mean? Like that he can be a man yeah, child, but he's not so sleeping. Well, he's both oh, in characters. a race car bed. He's he's, he's <laughs> he might be the rich life. He just doesn't know any other way. He actually Nobody, I heard he actually got he, buried in a race car bed. He's never Damn. seen a fruit loop in That's his rich. fucking life because he's never been to a grocery store in his life. Because somebody yeah, buys meth, his grocery but he's a meth head, him. though. He yeah, gets but... homemade. He gets like the Fruit Loops made special. The off. No, he, he was eating. He was eating like made Fruit Loops. There's yeah. somebody bringing him his shit, and he <clears throat> yeah, never. Like... He's not going to the grocery store. A get a Getty Air has never yeah, once. He's set just on foot Pink Dot. Seven Eleven. They could never. Yeah. He's he not on to... Pink Dot. Somebody who fucking he goes to Arawan, on dude. his payroll. This cereal just... thing really got you worked up. I think that you have too much of a vision of how rich people live, and it's not like you at all as a regular meth addict. That's how so I you're saying he's eating. Chris just feels like Fancy he's the cereal. Like cereal is like his thing, and he doesn't want it. Like some fucking. <laughs> well, maybe rich he's like on a... like oh, I like cereal. You know, it's like fuck you. You don't know. I think he's stranger than a regular meth addict. I think the way he lives is stranger. <laughs> if you just reduce him to a trailer park guy, it's not half as interesting. Well, we're just did you read about the he, he asks the butler for some cereal and he brings him faux gras and tells him it's faux gras <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's like, Thank you very much. I love cereal. Yeah. Did you read about uh, the Zillow God, guy? Or not, not the Zillow, the Zappos. <laughs> the Zappos founder who was like made a fortune and then died in his house because he was um denying himself oxygen he would do a thing where he would sit in a room out of erotically no he just was in he just like had mental problems and like was an obsessive and like killed himself by accident oh Oh. or didn't you read about chrissy teigen on fucking instagram talking about her her, how her mom thought air buds were disposable and she was buying her like a new pair every three or four (laughs) days because her mom thought they were something you're supposed to throw in the trash like that's how these people fucking live you know and she, put it, and she put it on instagram like an adorable anecdote anecdote that's how delusional it is like she didn't even know what's happening is appalling you know yeah i can see that i mean he just threw away the movie and started over you know he's like he built his own well- fucking octopuses drum playing octopus. yeah that thing was so how did he do the practical effects for the corpses like the puppet corpse they're just actors just pretend she just put something in her mouth that looks like a because you can see like his little finger coming out of her mouth okay so wait there's one thing i wanted to bring up um when fred kohler started this movie he was 24 and by the time it was released he was 39 and it's like a very weird thing to imagine see that much like of your now. life being devote like having this like background project going on and having this relationship with this like that's his harry potter <laughs> like, <laughs> this is <laughs> it's his boyhood he grew up on this he grew up on yeah. the set yeah <laughs> but like it's just this terrible movie and this bizarre relationship you had with this rich guy just like probably got like late night phone calls and how's it going man do you guys it are we looking big, good? big things this is gonna do big things for us at the end of it, just being this kind of unending Marilyn Manson music video thing. That's just, I, I agree. I do agree that some of the, the normal scenes are more interesting just because 
There seems to be no like a way. complete tone. Well, it's just a complete tone. <laughs> well, just the complete tone deafness of some of them, like how they're eating all oh, the yeah. time, how they're this... constantly having meals. And, and like you said, like the, the parking lot just being the front of the house and it clearly being L.A. and not well, like, a small town. It's, it's, just, it's just trying to get away with like this it's a student film. Yes, that's, that's my yeah. only reaction it's, to this is it's a student film. Actually, like a six million dollar student ago, film. Yeah, I was I was hired by this re- lady to write a screenplay for her. And the whole time when you're hired by these like rich, crazy people is you're just trying not to make this exact movie because this is what their (laughs) ideas are like it's either something totally nonsensical like and then maybe she crawls into the mirror and the mirror is a fish's mouth right or like whatever oh that actually sounds awesome hi dude (laughs) yeah tell us more about that but but then all of the other scenes but then all of the other scenes are like and then they're having lunch and they're talking about how much yeah. how they need to buy a new carpet. Why are they talking about how I buy a new carpet? Because I just bought a new carpet, you know? And that's that's literally right. all you're trying to do is not make this exact fucking movie. This ca- well, they want this it to be car- relatable, you know? That, like, you know, for people who bought, you know, just bought carpets and stuff. <laughs> who doesn't? Who among us? had a haunted carpet, a carpet instead of a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. The only note I wrote for this movie was, who's Chuck? Because there's one scene where he runs into a guy wearing a fuck you t-shirt. Yeah, this guy's talking cool. about an audiobook mix-up, and the literal line oh, is Oh, that dude is tight. Parting that of the actor. sea was one thing, but it wasn't I wasn't a true believer until this bookstore fuck up. And you're like, what is going on? And he says, These are Chuck's audiobooks. And you're like, who is Chuck? What's <laughs> yeah. going on? It was just his friend, right? Or what? Who was I Chuck? I, I guess. It's very much like the room. It's a lot of just bad side yes. characters badness just badness pointless it's conversations like if, if bad the room drama like, class yeah it's kind of like if the room uh i also feel like i was talking about to my friend about lost highway recently so i was kind of thinking about that movie during it kind of has like that weird lady who is kind of like robert blake remember kim darby kim darby yeah the is child that, the uh, short hair lady with the child glasses. services lady yes and that insane yeah, that scene with weird. the mirrors transitioning in, back and forth for no reason Ma- maddie ross in the original true grit for people who don't know oh wow and yeah she's in teen wolf too she's teen uh, wolf or teen wolf teen two? wolf two teen wolf two okay. teen wolf two, two or teen wolf T-O-O. jesus christ this is why the movie bombed like teen wolf or pre-teen wolf <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all i got with that that's, and poor uh, matt mcgrory showing up in this is his last movie he died like a year <laughs> he died like 2003 and then this movie comes out in 2017 the last thing we see is he him dies again screaming at somebody <laughs> he has a great scene right he's yeah he's made fun of for his physical you know that's but he's good in that scene that scene ha- actually has something happening in it which Although one who's this the what the do you guy? You the ruined my guy. day. Yeah. No. Oh. But well, that's kind of like that does... living in oblivion scene. It's just that same thing of like, oh, you think I'm a freak, right? Like you think. Yeah. This movie. He's, like, yeah, you David are, dude. Lynch. You're like 90 yeah. feet tall. <laughs> like you are a freak. Like no oh, disrespect. that guy. Yeah. I Googled Matt McGorry and it's some guy, like some hunky guy who's like not wearing a shirt. So I'm like, what one man's mean? honk is another man's freak. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's, see, that's Adam looking in the mirror. He doesn't even know. Yeah. See, he's how he perceives the world. <laughs> Goes to Chuck E. Cheese and it looks like it's the world's melting. 
There's another yes. great thing I found out is that Fred Kohler said they shot a whole scene with light bulbs in their mouth and he was trying to reproduce the look of an inverted photograph. And what? <laughs> it said for like five days, they were like, had white, they had black painted faces with light bulbs in their mouth and they were doing a choreographed dance scene. And then all these people kept telling <laughs> Andrew Getty, like, be easier if you just shot it like normal and then inverted the color in post. And he was like, no, we're doing it like manually. We're manually making it an inverted world. I mean, it's what annoying when you're trying to make a movie and nobody trusts your vision. You know, you have to be fucking explaining genius to the peons. Yeah, but it's of... a fool me once, fool me twice type situation. He's on his third try making this movie. <laughs> That's right. Like, start <laughs> listening to people. Like, start, get a friend to be like, no, don't do that. Yeah. No shortcuts, just the hard way. Just the hard way. Work harder, not smarter. So, did the crew get paid? A lot. Like, why did people stick around? I mean, you know, they got like, can you ask? I I don't know anything that detailed, but I heard there was like one shoot where the crew unionized and that like shut everything down. They got upset. Damn. (laughs) Just the crew of this movie unionized against Andrew Getty. Yeah, they started uh, a Getty union. (laughs) That's when you know things are going well. But we got to talk about uh, the ending, the big finale the big where all the movies heading and that is like a pup a giant puppet show involving uh corpses and a yeah, crying a baby in a carriage that turns into a full human being i've never seen anything crazier that was oh, pretty dude. That was there's scary. actually it blew my mind there's a baby actually becoming a man that's fucking scary yeah. dude. there's actually there's these tick there's these dudes on tiktok who do that and they go get free. <laughs> it says kids eat free so they made a giant carriage and then he gets in and he it's a full grown ass <laughs> really? That's really head. Hard. Yeah, and they get all these free meals. Free and nobody nobody food? knows the difference. No, he gets like pancakes and they go to like IHOP. And there he's feeding them in the stroller free. or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I guess. So you're saying you should have made a TikTok <laughs> instead of a movie. I'm saying it's... I think this movie was way ahead of its time. Hmm. And yeah, he'd in probably 2003 be or 2017. <laughs> <laughs> the the second time. The third, the third time. <clears throat> yeah, so, see, he was so far ahead of his time, he had to stop production and wait a little bit and then restart over again. So he would be what, too ahead of his time. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I thought was interesting, like just like the room, um, the movie ends with the character blowing their brains out, just like getting so scared. This, the older brother is so frightened of this puppet show that he just pulls a gun out and immediately yeah, kills I mean, himself. Same way too, right? In the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that. Probably was, just uh, realized there was no other way this movie was going to end. <laughs> Somebody's got to shoot themselves in the head for this movie. End of end. slog this one. <laughs> <laughs> just have your characters shoot themselves in the head at the end of a movie. That's how you end a movie. Um. Damn. Was anybody scared? Yeah. Well. Yeah. There. There was a time I got scared when Ryan's a scaredy cat with movies. Um, I told you dude, with this movie, I was no. laughing, crying, scared. I was questioning. I had to pause it like 45 minutes in and I was just like, oh, what am I doing? Like I had to, it, it met, it got me, dude. You're staring, at, you're staring at the mirror in your room. It's yeah. Like, I'm just snorting Adderall watching yeah. this movie at three in the morning. Nobody watched it. Yeah. Nobody watched it on meth. 
that's an insight i feel like one of us should have taken that you know responsibility to provide so my, when i was 15 years 20 i lived with my older brother and he was on meth the whole time okay and hit one of the things he did was to get a girl to like him because a girl said like she like her her ex or her boyfriend or whatever just like this polished, is a, first polish already there's no girl worth trying to get to like you. Well, yes, exactly. But this is what he does. <laughs> sure. yes, listen to this. Focus. This girl said like, oh, my boyfriend just got like, just sanded his floors. So my brother is like, well, I need money to buy or to rent a sander. I got to sand <laughs> my floors in my, in my bedroom, you know? I'm like, no, you're a meth. I'm not, I don't trust you. So then he took a hand sander you know, like four by four inches and just Jesus. for a month, I heard him just like, <laughs> See, yeah, this is math. Shit. This is math guy. It's like for a month. And like, he just did it. Like making a movie three times over the course of 15 years, like sanding yeah. a floor by hand. And then it sounds co- tight. That's it's more than I've thing. done in 33 years. I don't know. It's so, not like playing Pokemon and shit on your Nintendo switch. Dude, I'd be what you're doing. When you're on meth, you think you're accomplishing a lot. So when he's making this movie, he's like, damn, I'm making this movie so good. I'm doing so much. I'm getting so much done. I'm coloring all the footage. I'm, you know, I I have to reshoot it. But I'm making little ice cubes. Yeah. (laughs) He made every one by hand individually. Pretty cool. So what do we think is the best scene in the movie? If everybody had to pick their favorite. Mm. The opening was good, I thought. Like. You know, I liked all this the carnival. Parts. Yeah, the, the I liked all the parts that were like nightmare and because those were like packed with weird shit. He should have like just stuff you couldn't even follow. There. If he had yeah. just made a dream sequence and it was a short film and submitted it to festivals, people would I think like that would have been the best result. Because yeah. I believe he shot that first. When it stops being or, just he like shot a music it first the first type. time. Yeah, it does. It looks like a uh, Ozfest like band commercial music video or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i did that yeah like the there was a, yeah if i was waiting for a clown some mm, sort of clown that that, like trying to sell a soda or something did you think oh, the, the spy, the, i i oh naked lady spider oh, no oh that was terror i'm scared of spiders cool. that was pretty scary and erotic at the same time so i was confused yeah was i was when the movie ended your was favorite supposed to be horny is what you're saying it hasn't pounded off to uh, Kim Darby's I, face on a spider body. I mean, I a big ass paper Ima- mache spider guys, body. Imagine the possibilities with a body like that. You know what I mean? Well, did you did you actually know <laughs> oh, um, the female spiders? <laughs> eat, they eat the male spiders. All of them. All spiders. Where'd you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> so that scene did actually creep me out because I don't like spiders. And it Ryan just, just brings up facts that he's the scene when he's watching TV like conversation. or this, uh, with spiders <laughs> so on it for the next week with the spiders, the National Geographic show or whatever. And they're just like showing a million different kinds of spiders. Every time it cuts back, it's like a different spider. And they're like all spiders, all every single one of them do this yeah. exact thing. Good night. And he <laughs> might have. I Because I, like, yeah, there's a kind of a cool part where like one of the parts where like the demon guy, Hills Have Eyes guy appears. Uh, he's like watching the tv at the spider show and like mm-hmm. it pauses while the spider's looking like directly at the camera and then that demon guy's like behind the tv and they're both kind of looking at him he might have shot that 
spider like how do you get footage of a spider looking directly into camera you know what i mean probably probably stock footage. It's, yeah maybe it was probably actually just a national geographic what, so for that he's like reasonable show. and like goes through the proper channels and stuff just the spider no, video. He, no he actually i heard for that scene he um went over to africa and bought the specific spider egg you have to find yeah. it brought it back hatched it after a few months raised all the little guys uh picked the favorite one and then the one that had the most star power. you know uh you know from movies Korea. you yeah. can order like uh they're they're like insects that are sort of dehydrated that you can then rehydrate and bring back to life. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That's cool. yeah. Like Damn. bees, right? Like bees and ants. I got a bunch of those from Guy Kozak. You bought a bunch of bees? Yeah, we got <laughs> he cool. made we worked <laughs> a production designer in a film I worked on made a lot of movies with insects and he showed me the service and so i ordered some insects for that just because i was i was interested they I wonder have to do first. your bidding the I, movie I making if you're he you was know, like an art school weirdo he was to, it's, he just needed an excuse movie, to buy some bees yeah the movie making was inseparable from from the doing weird shit like buying insects that seems like kind of a math activity buying buying dead bees online Nah, he was more. He was he was the kind of person whose weird ideas are more interesting than a drug addict's. Most drug addicts' ideas are not that interesting. That's how you end up with a movie like The Evil Within. Whereas if you have someone who's a total (laughs) teetotal, total total teetotaler, like uh, not teetotaler, (laughs) but somebody who does no drugs whatsoever, like Louis Buñuel, makes far stranger movies than this. The Devil Inside by Inexcess is a great song because taking drugs when you make music works out really well interesting yes. yeah cool yeah do you know the original name of Fair. in excess by the way oh, no. why, why um, are you talking about all, in excess? All, all <laughs> out I'm, excess. I'm, I'm down to here dr dolphin so i have to know if the guys from dr dog chris they must are they aware must. Did of this I, trivia did, did, I t- did i ever tell you about in high school when we were hanging out with a friend of ours and we were like in his like attic bedroom and he put on a black light and started dancing to slave to love. And we all were like, fucking stop it and tackled him. And when it happened, his shirt ripped open and he had written on his chest in black pin in excess. Like he didn't know his shirt was going to pop open. He had just written in excess on his chest before then. It's like and Mark so, and the, and the doc and the and the Dr. Dog so guys weird. were there for that. So I'm sure they know the Dr. Dolphin connection. There you go. Uh, yeah, That's Adam Shot. Adam Shot. Guy was a real piece of shit. I'm glad to tell this story on <laughs> whoa, the air. Whoa. In excess written allegedly. on Allegedly. I don't want to get sued, okay? I don't no, need a was, defamation he a crappy, lawsuit. He was a shitty guy, and it was weird. His dad was, like, famously the nicest teacher in high school. He's, like, a social studies teacher that everybody loved. And then he had this prissy Classic. wiener kid that nobody liked. Um, or, or, wait, wait, wait. That was way more well-liked than me. I got that wrong. Let me get that, get that backwards. <laughs> so let me ask... I'm going to go on a limb and say the scene where he kills the child in the park is the worst scene in the movie and the biggest missed opportunity for making something. No, everything, everything in the ice cream parlor is the worst scene in the movie. (laughs) No way. Anything with the ice cream. Not when he, not when he shoots a shot that, I mean, that was a, 
oh, a pretty yeah. good. That was a pretty good way to shoot your shot. That was a. That's an okay scene. Of course, it's it nice just, to see I'm me. I'm trying to work. It doesn't work. Man. It doesn't <laughs> a woman to write a letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, it's kind of cool. Yeah, hey, John. You know what it reminded me of? The the killing floor. Where he has to oh, get yeah. the on his letter. Oh yeah, what's the killing? Those two floor? movies would be a perfect double feature. Killing floor is none, killing floor none, of your, none of your fucking business. That's a good plug. 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 <laughs> I like this song. Your next ep- your, I think plugs. that is going to be released publicly the same day yeah. as this episode. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we got we got an episode on the killing floor. Let me ask you. Time. I haven't seen the mm. killing floor. Is yeah. it better than hoodlum? What is that? Is it better than what? Hoodlum. Uh, I'd say same <laughs> level. They both they both have their virtues. Yeah, they both have their virtues. It's a lot of similar cast members, I think, between the two. Right. So we did. Uh, yeah. That's a. They're talking about Bill Duke movies. We did uh, Deep Cover. It's one of Deep Cover is a great movie. Yeah. So which one was Deep? That's cover? the crossover yeah. I'm thinking of. Deep Cover. Don't worry about it. Right? Jeff Goldblum. I'm freaking. Str- oh yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. You say Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. It's Jeff Goldblum. How do you say it? Goldblum. Bloom. Bloom. It's you. A you. It's, it's a long, It's like a long you. Jeff Goldblum. Like Molly Crew. Yeah. Like the word Blum. Yeah. It's like Jeff Blum, Goldblum. Like Blumhouse. Jeff. Wait. Goldblumhouse Productions, right? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Sorry, John. You're with me. You're saying. You're on no, my side. Uh, I'm on the Blum side. Oh, oh it's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Have you not, not seen two O's? See, this is like a Motley Crew, like Jordan Peele's movies, kind of thing. Yeah. This is yeah. Bloom house. This is this is another case of Adam just seeing the world differently than the rest of us, poor guy. I thought it was Jeff Goldblum this whole time. I think it is. I feel like I hear Adam. It what is Jeff Goldblum? What is your um internal monologue voice? Is it as sophisticated as this guy's? <laughs> well, I'm the smart one, so it would have to be the. Like, <laughs> it's know. like slurs in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one is better, actually. Me being special so, needs. All right, all right, hold on. Let's get back okay. on track, guys. Yes, I got a remake for this movie. I got a reboot for you. Oh yeah, let's hear it. And it's gonna be Medea. Who's that? Tyler Taylor Perry. Tyler Perry. <laughs> it's Peary. Tyler Perry. <laughs> Taylor Perry. Well, so you've heard the saying like, "I'm gonna slap the black off of you." You guys have heard that. <laughs> Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. this is the it's That's an all black it's like an all black Tyler Perry remake of this movie and instead of the kid becoming mentally handicapped from getting hit down the stairs he becomes white. And so he has to he has to be white. Wow, this is like this a Jordan whole, Peele movie. This all black like... household and that's his, yeah. It's his... exactly like a Jordan Peele movie. That's a cool idea, Ryan. <laughs> You're like the rich lady who's making Chris uh-huh. write a script. <laughs> <laughs> scribing these out crazy things and then you're like and then she goes and buy cur- buys curtains you know because i bought curtains and they're is, out at dinner is yeah. us <laughs> yeah. better than this movie is us oh i never us saw so i mean it's just as insane no sp- right it's spoils, kind of, no spoils it's just it's a just, crazy movie it's very weird i guess us is like is better us well, it's suffers, not made by somebody us, us suffers from the same problem of not having an idea. Like us doesn't know what it's about in the same way that Evil Within doesn't know what it's about. It kind of can't get its mind straight about what the fuck about why it's doing this. 
and why it wants to exist. Yeah. It's sort of, it's got like a big black hole in the middle of it in the same way that this movie does. But if you're like, uh, you know, if you're like super methed out and you're, you know, it's like you're trying, like it's about, it's about being on meth, this movie. It's you about know? drive, right? It's about hunger. Yeah, it's, it's it. about. It's not even about it. that. I wish it was. I think the but movie is about a man crush with boobs on her back crawling after you. Yeah, dude, yeah. that was another one. I, so at first I was like, no, he killed the guy in the in the stall. See, this is a, this is where my emotions hit me. This is one of the one of the scenes. He kills this guy and he goes, didn't even have to convince me to do that. I just did that on my own. And I was like, this dude finally broke bad all the way bad. And then so I was like kind of disappointed in I was, I, I was feeling <laughs> heavy disappointment in the character. And the main character, I was just very disappointed in him. And then he opens the door well, and then I'm like, okay, some bad The other thing is a horror movie doesn't have to make sense. It can get by. So if I was all over the place emotionally. A, a, a horror movie can work if it just has a strong enough tone. Like. The scenes, he, the, well, the nightmare scenes do have, a, you know, yeah, something. That sleep paralysis stuff is no joke. It's just, yeah, but it gets like goofy. It gets very goofy with the visual effects. It becomes very laborious. It becomes very yeah, sure. It just like falls apart once it gets too complicated. If you had just made a simple, I mean, whatever. Who cares? I mean, it's fucking dumb. It's not like <laughs> dead. I was listening to the this. podcast with Fred Culler, and he was like, "Now, did you think it was a dream at the end? What did you think was going on?" And I was just thinking, like, God, it's so sad. He actually is putting thought into this because he's working on it. And for him, it's like Solaris. It's like this mysterious enigma that can maybe be cracked if you just, you know, think about it enough. But it's I, just I do have dumb. respect for committing to something 100% if you're working on it, even if it's true. Lock. He's a professional. Yes. You know. And it, it was supernatural, right? Right. Like he was, he did, he was actually possessed. He, he did actually have like superpowers. You're, fa- you're falling into the trap that William was just <laughs> talking about. Because <laughs> I mean, he's picking up, he's picking up but you bodies. Know what? True. And he, when True. he flips out of the vent in the ice cream, yeah, it was Matrix top, shit, dude. That was tight. That was awesome. I think he should have just aimed to make a nice Cinemax level movie. Like, did you guys see the house that Jack built, the Lars von Trier movie? Yes, the serial no. killer. This movie, I feel like a successful version of this movie is the house that Jack built. Is like what he wants to do in terms of shockingness and violence and, you know, the sort of about the interior problems the guy's having. But at the end of the day, House That Jack Built isn't a great fucking movie, even though it's a billion times better and more coherent than this movie. Uh, And even though it wants to be about the same things about interior spaces and metaphysical spaces and uh, emotional and psychological life of amoral people and that sort of thing and killing kids and freezing their bodies but it's right but even, well, he, i mean yeah and making art out of corpses which is what he does at the end of the house yeah. of jack built oh, and, and all it took and movie. all it took was a little bit of elbow grease and three taxidermy dvds from <laughs> the public <laughs> the library li- the library yeah. audio books right yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they call them cassettes. They call them all sorts of things, but they're clearly DVD CD cases. Roms. <laughs> I like I like how that seems to be to me as a screenwriter. 
it's clear at some point, like it was supposed to be books from the library. And then at some point was like, wait, this guy can't fucking read. What is <laughs> yeah. The whole plot hinges on <laughs> something that makes no sense. What is it? It'll be audiobooks. He'll be listening to audiobooks. Chuck's audiobooks. It's amazing. Yeah. I was, I, so I was like at the end when he, uh, so he captures Dina My- Meyer. Is that her name? So, mm-hmm. uh, so he captures her and like chases her and stabs her. And then he like oh, yeah. drills, drills a hole, a hole in, her in her head. And then fills oh, it with God. fire extinguisher stuff. I, I, I was out. like, I like glanced at my phone for a second when he was like drilling the <laughs> hole. So I didn't see that. And then he was like, he put the fire extinguisher up to the back of her head and was just like, <laughs> and I was like, what the, f- why is she acting so weird? I like, which, emo- which emotion did that bring out in you, Ryan? That's oh it. my God. So that was just like, I was angry. I really wanted her to get out. I was angry. I was like, I thought she was going to make it. She finally was like, you can do whatever you want. I love you. I'll move in with you. Even though you're stinky. Shouldn't miss his fire extinguishers too. And goes and blows her brains out and goes, gazoon tight. And then I was, I was back. I laughed. He goes, gazoon tight. And I was like, <laughs> he did not. This guy's crazy. She really is excited to rush and get him from the house for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and then she immediately she runs wait. downstairs, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he <laughs> immediately runs upstairs. Like, there's some no really funny things where she's like, <laughs> "There's some really funny like Frank dialogue about him being like special needs or whatever." Like from her, where she, or he's the brother's like, "I thought you said you wanted to li- live and have a kid and stuff." And she's like, "Yeah, I want to have a kid. I don't want to have a thirty-year-old guy that's jacking off." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "This is amazing." That was a good. Even line. the even the stuff the demon like he had to say to himself was pretty funny. Some of those <laughs> when he's like, "I'll just I'll just kill myself," and you can't do it. And he's like, "Well, then I'll just find another retard to possess." What do you mean? What are you talking about? I could yeah. not imagine acting that that's that tarantino kind of dialogue where they go there they say the r word yeah they're not afraid (laughs) when they when he wrote the script it wasn't it wasn't something you weren't allowed to say back in 2002 (laughs) when they wrote the script it was still permissible yeah yeah but for his social class it was a taboo (laughs) he went there for his social class Yes, just doing meth on a oil barrels at all the balls. I just wanted. I just love that Jay Paul Getty just had such a failure of of a grandson. I just this is I what mean, rich kids like become. I feel like it's just so like crazy. Normal. It's not that crazy. But like to think, like if you go to the Getty Museum and you in every little shop, they have his autobiography and he just acts like he's so successful he's so smart he made all these great decisions and it's just like you're just a horrible oh, yeah. father that like yeah. clearly <laughs> was like a nightmare dads. for all of your children wouldn't pay the ransom to get his grandson back <laughs> yeah he said if i pay that That's ransom, legend piece of shit i'll have 14 kidnapped grandchildren that's a real thing yeah and then he negotiated the price down when he finally paid the ransom like multiple so. times, right? Yeah. Really? He like was nickel and diamond. Haggling. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, a um, grandson. I get it. And then for his fortune to be wasted that way. And like to wasted? make this movie. Shameful. It's pretty awesome. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. It is. I like so what's... the. Uh... Oh, no. Well, I was going to talk about a different thing, but 
I like, I like, I like, I guess I'm I, I like uh, talking about it. Um, I like Neapolitan the guy, ice creams. You know, like, you know, this in the mirror stuff where the demon guy is at the center of the infinite mirror thing. And he keeps yeah. getting closer. That kind of stuff is cool. Cool to think <laughs> yeah. about. I think I would like to movie more if it had been Robert Zadar instead of Michael Berryman. Mm. Who's that? <laughs> he was still alive back then. Robert Zadar from uh, Maniac from Cop. He's a very oh, large chin. Right, he's like a giant, gigantic oh. chin. Yep. Yes, like giant bones scary. in his chin. That's basically really for a part like this, you're going to get Michael Berryman or Robert Zadar. Yeah, yeah. So Michael Berryman died halfway through the shoot. That's why he just stops appearing in the movie. No, no, Michael Berryman's alive. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Oh man! You just told Andrew Getty that he died. He's telling people. Yeah, he's like, I can't make it for the for the rest of it for the <laughs> next him five years of shooting. <laughs> a third so time. Michael Berryman turned down his first. <laughs> uh, Christ, my schedule's five years long. I guess. Yeah. Um, but he, he just stopped just showing made up. Them in the show movie. them footage from Hills Have Eyes Part Two, where he gets knocked off the cliff by a dog. Oh no! <laughs> oh wow! What are we gonna do now? But I think that's cool. Oh, then that means Michael Berryman was just like, "Well, I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> yeah, this yeah. movie. I'm just not. I'm not reshooting this shit again. It's also like the room. Somebody quit during the room. Plus, he's painted gray and he's naked, wearing like he it looks like, like a nightmare latex underwear or something. Oh, this movie's kind of spends like eight hours a day getting into makeup just to just it's, for this movie. Isn't yeah, it's like the Grinch, Jim Carrey and the Grinch. Yeah. Um it's uh it's also Hellraiser, right? I mean there are enough Cenobites for me. Yeah. I, don't I mean know. he's killing Jake, to like feed his well he's that's a David Berkowitz thing. That was his big Okay. That's a, another inspiration, but um, right, it's not like Hellraiser. You know how, so if if that were true, it's not, if he wanted to have sex with Michael Berryman, it would be like Hellraiser. If he was killing to have sex with him, yeah, cool. more nipple pitching I think would be required for this to be a Hellraiser movie. Mm. He's chains. got the nipples to do it. To that would have been an interesting take in this movie if him and his demon like fell in love, like it became just like a rot, like a really beautiful. I thought romance. that's where it was going. Mm. And it's not even scary. It's, it's like, like so, and it's like the mentally challenged can find love too. Yeah, with you know sleep paralysis demons. Yeah, so that's cool. So what what do we say the message of the movie is? What did we learn from this tale? Don't do drugs. Hmm. Yeah, this movie should have don't do math at the like. No, that's the never the, the answer before the credits. Oh man, of the start. There's so many. Life is, um, life is complicated. You never know what's going on inside someone's head, you know? So just treat others with respect. Yeah. Unless they're big, tall guys, then go harass them at the, while they're eating. Be nice to your baby bro because they'll get their revenge. That's, that's what I learned. Honestly, yeah. Like, I think the movie is saying that, like, the mentally challenged might secretly be evil. <laughs> so just like I don't think it's know, a be good careful nice. for sure. Tread lightly. Yeah, yeah. Just treat them good. You know, that's a good. That's just a good lesson for anyone. They mm -hmm. could be evil. It, so. it really has me rethinking the Zodiac Killer. You know who it is now? I, well, I'm going to start looking at people with Down syndrome a lot differently. Right. <laughs> like, Did you do it? Admit it. <laughs> just walk up to a guy. Fucking. 
Okay, Mart. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a little more suspect suspicious now. <laughs> oh, you thought you could get away with it. Got him. Come arrest this man. Real unusual suspect. Yeah, that's situation. what a cop was like 50 years ago. Uh, yeah. That's just what they did. They just would arrest those people. Oh, it's called detective them. work. Speaking Blame. of cops, isn't that twin it, play the cop in this movie? He's a, the yeah, the Scalacci brothers, right? Scalar Scalar brothers. Scalar brothers. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's a motherfucker. I saw that guy at Trader Joe's one time. The Kalachi brothers. Or it could have been the other guy, but you're a comedian, Ryan. Yeah, but they're twins. I don't know, man. (laughs) That's like more like an acrobat like group of siblings. (laughs) Kalachi, but yeah. It's Ah, the boys. Anyway. One thing I was interested is like, you know, since uh, the pink smoke doesn't give ratings with stars, they think that's uh, stupid. Embarrassing and stupid. Yeah. (laughs) And a bad way to talk about art, apparently. Uh, Oh, okay. I'm more just embarrassed to say we could do a a one to ten stupid podcast. I think it's great. It tells you how good a movie is very easily. But um, what are other movies that a director like one and done movies by directors like Night of the Hunter? Is obviously the best example. Oh. It's like this director movie. Best, best of all. He time. also, but Charles Lawton also uh, ghost directed Man in the Eiffel Tower, so he's not even technically one and done. The man who got Eiffel Towered. Kalachi <laughs> 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 Brothers present. Oh, Only twins can God, make that. So movie. close to me. <laughs> Only twins. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, a wacky adventure. The Kalachi brothers. Well, clearly, the best one is uh, Dan Aykroyd's Man, Nothing But Trouble. Tower. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great one because that's extremely ambitious, also, and a tonal um, delight. Cabin Boy. Great movie. Cabin Boy's a one and done. Absolutely. Damn. I watched that recently. I watched that after my son was born and <laughs> helped give me some. You just tips. immediately. <laughs> You just immediately start watching TV right after you're like ignoring your kid right out of the gate. <laughs> I had a lot of like, you know, long naps that I, there were like movie length naps. So I was doing movie stuff, but that movie is all about, you know, like but growing up, why you have to like lose your virginity. You why know? you have to, I yeah, like yet, as I'm, soon as I'm possible. I'm doing fine. Oh, I thought there was like oh, a very good boy, laser disc, uh-huh. dude. Hell yeah. Nice. That's, that's the proper format for that. 695. Very nice. Bargain. Paid six hundred and ninety-five dollars for that. Bargain. Six hundred ninety-five thousand, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Holy shit. Um. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not do that ratings because it's. Why not, dude? This for me. This is two and a half stars. This is oh, right what? down the middle. I, you know, this was on cable. I would definitely watch it, but I can't recommend anyone else watch it because it's. I'm terrible. probably gonna watch it again tonight. I want to watch it with like the meth context. You want to do? Like, meth I want to be chilled by. Out? I want to be. Ch- I'm, not, I'm not. I didn't expect to be chilled by the movie really, but by the knowledge that it was made by a guy in like the throes. The guy, of oh, meth we also need to mention the guy died by bleeding from his own anus. Like he just. <laughs> oh my god! That's he didn't so bad what lead, I died William. from. He refused to go to the hospital, and he just yeah. bled himself and died. Why? Is that what math does? No. What was he? I guess when you only eat cereal and math. Yeah. Damn. But, uh, you know. Pringles? Pringles will make you bleed from the... Oh, yeah, that's true, right? 
Oh, it's Alestra or something. Trust me, I still eat them though. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll give a star yeah. rating out of how many stars? Five. Five stars for me. I I go four Hell and yeah. a half. We're, we're talking was, about Captain was... Boy, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was truly entertaining Damn. though. Like it was stupid, obviously, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, they should just cut out all the. It's better than the rooms. <laughs> all the it's, scenes. Yeah, it's a lot more watchable than the room. For me, the, the ultimate room was... message. The ultimate message was devil inside. The devil inside. Every single one um, of us. Yes. The devil inside. Oh, oh, it's about society. Right. So don't piss me off. <laughs> yeah. Why, why are you talking about NXS so much? Did I not watch the movie closely <laughs> enough? What's its relationship to NXS? Oh, they did they did the score. The score is For not the yeah, movie, right? Would Michael Hutchins still have been alive at that point? No. <laughs> then uh, he definitely did. You know who was NXS? It was Andrew Getty when he made this movie. He was A in meth, excess. You know? Of the amount of drugs he should be taking. Math. Yeah. But speaking of original titles, this was called The Storyteller originally. Do we know that? Yes. Is that true? That's the original title. That was what, what they called it during the shoot. They waited till he died to change it to like yeah. a good one. <laughs> people feel like, okay, the so storyteller? Dead. That doesn't even make any sense. Oh, because the intro? Because he's like narrates the whole time? Yeah, it's yeah. a story you tell yourself. But... but really, it's only at the front and the back. It's like Batman. It's like the new Batman movie. Oh, I thought that that whole dream speech was absolutely beautiful. When he goes on okay, the, little, <laughs> the little roller coaster with his mom. No, when he was talking about uh, somebody else is writing my dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, so if they're my dreams, I'm the one writing them, right? Which yeah. I always, yeah. Oh, yes. Damn. Yeah, I mean, do you think beautiful. Andrew getting heard voices? Yeah. Absolutely. That's like my, a bro- my brother did. So oh, that's I a math thing. Yeah, so I assume wow. he did. But you're my like puncturing holes now, in your brain. But right? what's up? My brother's like cleaning silver now. Your brain. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I heard the brain thing. I was more interested in the brain thing than the, lots of I drugs. Sober, that, Ryan. and that was yeah. So, this is uh, your brain. Drills a hole in the back of your head. Drills a hole in the bottom of your head. Sticks the fire extinguisher up there. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have done drugs if that would have been it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to like scare kids straight with this movie to not do math. I want to like take it to middle schools and if you show it a film school, wheel it in. So yes. Stan Brackage is the act of seeing through one's own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I think if you're going to push a kid down the stairs, make sure it's, a bigger stair set finish the job make sure you do you know, make sure you yeah if you're gonna do it right if you like you know maim your little brother just kill him that's what yeah. i'm that's yeah don't have don't half-ass this shit, shit. Be <laughs> i'd be pissed too honestly. jinx i get why the guy was was pissed <laughs> yeah he was a prodigy <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't i can't why the guy was pissed it doesn't necessarily like make him evil. Prodigy you know? at six, and then he lost all of that. It it's made me issues. think that Andrew Getty's like a narcissist. Like, there's that like aspect to him. Like, ah, oh, I could have mm-hmm. been yeah. so good if I just, uh, if my dad was nicer, or yeah. yada yada yada. Like, it felt like that was something 
my parents were richer. I could have done something with my life. <laughs> yeah, what so happened to the parents? Felt like... His they parents? just left? In no, this in movie, the they movie. don't even talk about him. And you'd think they would be in there considering how overbearing his parents were. Maybe that's why they're not, honestly. Maybe he had like a weird like block blackout version part of that like when he was trying to think because he's like i don't want to fucking think about my bet he just... dad i hate you dad <laughs> <laughs> fucking oil billionaire maybe saw dr giggles and thought it's this this has been tread already they've already figured this out just mumbling all that shit to himself while he's making little ice cubes for like six hours. As I'll show my dad. I'm not going to dig out my Dr. Giggles comic book. <laughs> you say that. <clears throat> Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's from Dark Horse Presents. Wow. So Dark Horse, they Dr. had a real Dr. run Giggles? at it. Uh, that's also, that sounds like an Ozfest band. Dr. Giggles? You never seen Dr. Giggles? I guess I don't know what it is. Wow, this is shocking. Dr. Giggles might, has been Might forgotten. be a one and done. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> oh, dang. I mean, Dr. Nope, Dr. Goggles. No, you're almost there, Ryan. Really nah, close. I give up. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> Next time. Well, his thing was he would kill people and he was a doctor and he would giggle. Mm, that sounds pretty scary. <laughs> like tee hee? Yeah. Hee <laughs> 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 <from Michael Jackson. laughs> Not he. That's scary. That would be scary. <laughs> what do you guys think as a movie that's real, really scary? I'm tired of fucking oh. seeing. I wanted to be scared by this movie, and I kind of was like chilled or like you know unsettled <laughs> by the methiness of it. But not Ryan. Ryan's scared of like everything. Mars attacks, dude. When that when that lady walks in, like and just comes walking in when dressed up like a lady, her big ass hair, mm. frightening. Anybody want to say a movie they think is actually scary? Nothing but trouble. And of course, okay, nothing but trouble. <laughs> These are too great. He plays a giant baby with a diaper in that movie. Well, yeah. Have you seen that, Adam? That does sound scary. With the train, I, I the hot dog that. scene in the train, <laughs> the dinner table. Yeah, the, yeah, is that Nick Nolte movie? and Julia Roberts? No, that's I Love Trouble. <laughs> We're off. On, that's all. On that movie's also right very scary. Oh yes, nothing but trouble. And Dan Aykroyd plays a uh, like old man yeah that's that great part of the supernatural comedy Jesus. boom of the 80s tupac's mm. uh first verse i believe is on uh the digital underground song right yeah uh, digital movie. underground is also in the movie yeah a scary movie i mean you've seen them all adam oh there's only like four scary movies yeah well na- name them Inside Job, Go. Mars Attacks, uh, <laughs> Rush Hour Three, Planet you're, Earth. You're scared that it's going to end. You know, you just know the trilogy's ending, so that's what's scary about. Fast, Rush Hour Three, Fast Three, Let's Fast Two, and the you know new Fast another movie. Pretty another movie that this reminded me of was The Pit, about a because uh, yeah. that kid. It's about a kid with autism, and he starts killing people by feeding them to this these monsters in a pit in his backyard. And this actually, when I saw it as a child, was one of the scariest movies I'd ever seen. Because at the end of the movie, he gets pushed into the pit and it like freeze frames. And when I was eight and he was eight, 
the idea of like a kid being killed like was very scary but the movie ends with the freeze frame of that yeah so yeah, maybe he got out of it shocking maybe I his remember toes were still on the movie. ground yeah yeah um it's like the wrestler i remember in the gate seeing the gate on tv randomly when i was a kid and i just as soon as i saw like switched to it it was the part where steven dwarf has an eye in his the palm of his hand and it like opens and he's like ah and he like takes a knife and stabs it and that was kind of like glass right yeah. oh glass yeah 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 that was um it's pretty intense yeah i think when you're an adult movies aren't scary anymore damn unless I'm you're back in me scared i get scared i get different kind of scares though like if i'm really attached to a character like mac and me um when the parents are like getting shot at by the cops and stuff at the end it's scary well the only thing that's become scary is a movie like there's an hbo movie from the 90s called citizen x about the most prolific <laughs> russian serial killer and i watched it with my father and then the next day i had to fly back to california and he was like I can't let you fly alone. I got to get like a, a guy on the plane to like um, make sure I like hit every um, what's it called? Uh, like a, a chaperone. I had to get a chaperone for the um, when you switch changeover, when you switch flights, layover, like, layover. layover. Yeah. So I had like every time I <laughs> landed was pretty close. The rest of us had no idea. Yeah. For some reason, every time I landed, like a guy would Williams be like, rich. he just takes a private plane everywhere yeah. probably. William is a getty. He doesn't know money. You're right, dude. William doesn't know how he's rich. He's he's two layovers, living. by the way. And you're like, fuck so. you, dad. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. I my, but I think my that's the scariest dad. kind really of movie. So now that you're a dad, Adam, you can watch movies about Kidnapping. children being murdered. That's gonna and that'll and that'll chill like that's you. It's gonna hit a little different now that I have a baby. <laughs> not I'm thinking yeah. about it. I feel like I might so not. there you go. That's the scariest so movie you can watch. So I could talk right. another hour about Chickatillo if you wanted to. We're big uh, researchers <laughs> into that. Whole he got because well, most rail- of his murders probably were not committed by him. Yeah, he got railroaded. They pinned there was like fifty murders or whatever, and only like four of them seemed like it was him. What are you talking about? This is the mo- This is the Russian the police. The the Soviet police. They don't make mistakes. There's all this was stuff. He, like like was the, he like mentally the, handicapped? No, he was just like a creepy old guy who made like his own like that's murder, kind of its own kind like of murder teeth. He would make like teeth made out of like rusty nails old. and <laughs> teeth like like teeth sets to bite people with. He was like a bite fetishist, so he had like teeth made out of broken oh, glass yeah, I heard about this guy. and teeth made out of like rusty nails and stuff. But it, a bunch of them, it's like the semen was not his at all like the blood types weren't even right well i've got plenty of different kinds of semens in my closet right now and blood so that could happen to anybody yeah so let's do some letter writing let's get this guy out of jail how's he doing right now he he did he did the three or four of them (laughs) but uh but it was clearly the soviet police just wanted to be like we got the guy it's over and and also after he was in prison the murders continued the train station murders also continued but they suppressed it at the time yeah it's chilly i wouldn't expect the hbo movie doesn't have any of that huh i don't think so generally people who talk about the case it's not it's not a super popular opinion that there was a serial killer who was just kind of let go because the uh because the police wanted to to make it seem like shit wasn't going down he's also one of those guys like henry lee lucas that when he tells the stories of 
the murders he didn't commit, the stories are completely fucking moronic sounding of like how he how he committed the murders that he made up are just like like I mean, but like okay, but would you believe like Evil Within if that kid told you all the ways he killed these people? Would you believe him? It's it's basically came out of the wall and exactly Chikatilo sounds like the kid from Mm. this movie. Like if you were to describe this movie, that's what his story (laughs) sounds like. Like I jumped out of the vent on top of her at the ice cream. Exactly. Yeah. Really cool well, matrix. first I, I had to write a letter. Would believe that. Jumped out yeah. of a baby See? carriage. Yeah. yeah. And I think the letter said uh, something about slobbing. Nah, I was like, I, I, Susie of sound mind and body, <laughs> am about to go down on this dude. Slob is nah. Let him get all jiggly with my little jigglies. <laughs> And she's like, wait a minute. And she, yeah, she's like, jiggly. all those. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Is Jiggly two J's or two, two G's? Um, I, two I get about two, two and a half. To... Is there two J's and Jiggly? Gotta get my rating then. Two and a half. Huh? Rating, nice. That's a good. That's a good rating. Yeah. Two and a half. Very committed. <laughs> I always just like exact. me, right down the middle. Hey, you know. Well, it's, a wash. it's one of those movies where it's like, yeah, it's like a. It's really fun to watch and fascinating in a certain way, but it's also like completely indefensible in terms of how bad it is and stuff. So yeah, if you've, I was thinking like this, split to it. If you've seen every horror movie and you're just a loser who likes to watch movies like me, then yeah, watch it. But if you're like an intelligent person who has uh, not a lot of time on their hands or like, you know, you're busy, don't watch this. I say watch it on a first date. Mm-hmm. and watch it don't start hooking up like make make sure <laughs> both parties watch the whole movie like the woman's trying to kiss you and you're like stop like, stop <laughs> <laughs> i need you to see this yeah mentally challenged God, God, you're, you're acting like a, a real <laughs> you're acting like a real female spider right now just get <laughs> off my neck if she stays for the the whole movie then there's a second date. If she leaves, that's how you know it wasn't meant to be. She's the one. It's like a Bronx tale. It's like you're telling this to like a young Italian kid. Yeah, you know, jazz palmentary. If she if she gets into it and it's like, hey, that was pretty good. That's the, she's the one. She's the one. Jazz palmentary instead of Michael Berryman for this movie. I'll accept yeah. that. If if she if she pauses the movie when you get up to go to the bathroom. She's the one. Yeah, yeah, totally. That is a good sign, honestly. I feel like that's more of a guy move. If she comes over even after you said, I've seen this movie six times and still pauses it in between so you can take a bathroom break. Pauses your TV over familiarized. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. It's voice command too. Just taking over all the Googles. This could have been a dating advice and movie podcast the whole time. I just realized that now. I've been trying to say, I'll, t- I'll teach you guys how to date. <laughs> you have a lot of advice. A lot of advice. I've got a lot of advice. Adam comes to me all the time for fi- uh, wedding advice, Wed- wedding advice, marriage, <laughs> advice. marriage, <laughs> marriage advice. I call my marriage a wedding, like a lifelong <laughs> wedding. So it's, it's very party sweet. never stops. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Ryan, you're not wearing any of your scarves and your big top hat and shit. Hmm? Because you're like a pickup artist kind of guy. <laughs> <That's>, 
<laughs> All right. See, Adam so, sees the world and so on a high note. Drove myself to the ER this <laughs> week. Things are great. That's how you uh, think of pickup artists. He was an old timey gentleman and top it's at. important that the. Uh, Adam's watching the Gilded Age, just bomb. like, look at all these pickup <laughs> artists. Look at all these. Got a Getty sense of what a pickup artist is. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh, uh, hey guys, thanks for doing the our our little our little podcast. Our yeah. little experiment we got going here. Yeah. yeah I hope yeah, you enjoyed the movie. Enjoyed talking about it. <laughs> That's the that was a real treat. Now you got a book to go write, don't you? Something about and what is the name of the book? Lonely happiness or whatever. Talking to the who? Guy, that who is, are you talking to? <laughs> the guy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> John, the mm-hmm. well, you said it earlier. Got it. The you author right. of the book. book who he looks like. Oh, oh David yeah. Foster Wallace. I'm ha- oh, go right into the Damn, that's a hell of a callback. That, that hurt. You got to oh, finish man. the Pale King. You're clearly a reader, it's Ryan. That hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you the know mental, the main, like, power of somebody who you know, reads a lot. You could tell. Similar, yeah. hey, <laughs> similar character to Andrew Getty in some ways. Great artist, tragic I'm, artist, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm actually working on a biography of NXS. That's what I'm doing right now. We can tell. That's what I'll get back yeah. to. Yeah, that's cool. Midnight Oil was the band who suggested the name. The guy from Midnight Oil. You know what would have been awesome is if you took your shirt off. Is and that? You had wait, John, is that true? That. Yeah, their fellow Aussie band. NXS was wait, Australian? Australians? Yes. Yes. Hold I on. knew that. Huh. Shit. They would I know Oz nothing about NXS. They were still around. <laughs> I didn't know we were talking about Australians. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's a great to australian say. band I try, to, I try i try to make the podcast them on educational as much as I can. I adam it. is just having his own conversation <laughs> that's what i did i've been trying i'm trying to not talk the fuck is that <laughs> just... but it just keeps happening <laughs> Every single one of us, the devil inside.